this to record for Christ's sake. It's just an introduction. Hi guys, welcome to All My Bulls Podcast. I'm your host Chico and Phil at home. No, please come along with me as we have a wonderful, wonderful conversation. Um, hi guys, welcome back to the Bones Podcast. I hope you are having a good week. And I mean, I always hope you're doing okay, or at least trying. So we said this week is story time. <laughs> and it's funny because like a friend just sent me something on Instagram, some a reel done by someone. <laughs> the person like said, the reel was about someone says at any moment, like they have this lightest heartache. Like you feel like there's something wrong with your heart call an ambulance call an ambulance and i have never related something so much so a few weeks back i think almost like two weeks ago um you know i'm in the house it's like 4 p.m it's yeah you know it's the sun is setting people are getting ready to prepare (laughs) supper Uh, i mean i don't know if everyone is on a cool down i mean after a busy day busy day of doing maybe nothing or just chilling or working whatever Oh, so I don't know. I feel like I am heaving. Like I keep on having sudden, suddenly having to, you know, breathe um, louder than I normally do. So I keep on heaving. Like oh, I have, is it called shortness of breath? <laughs> and then when I stretch out my arms, I feel like so much pain. Like when I move my shoulders on the side or try to like broaden my shoulder, like my my shoulder, like my shoulders, I feel pain. And you know, this is not the first time it's happening. So I am like so worried because previously it's happened again where I have the shortness of breath. Oh my God. And <laughs> and, 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 all, and the whole pain thing. And immediately I am like, you know, the whole breathing thing as in has to either be my lungs. But then the pain is on my shoulders. Like when I stretch, I can feel like the pain. I feel like my chest is congested, but not congested. I'm struggling to breathe. So I'm like, <laughs> like that drill describes me, like describe my situation. I'm like, call the ambulance, call an ambulance. So immediately, because I don't want to like, cause any alarm, I just quickly tell like the person who's at home, I'm like, let me just rush real quick to the hospital because I can't sleep this away again. It's happened before, but I'm so, I mean, I keep on saying I've made peace with death, but it's a lie. I don't want to die. <laughs> Like, I really don't want to die. And if, if anything, like, if anything happens, I mean, I wouldn't want to go out, like, with a whole, you know, a heart thing. So I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't want to sleep. I might sleep and not wake up. So I rush to the hospital. I mean, I take a motorbike um, to the hospital. I get there, uh, you know. You know, the whole hassle of public hospitals again. But this time, I don't know, I kind of like the service. They didn't delay too much, though. So I get, like, from this, you get a card. And then I really go to hospital, guys. Like, I'm so thankful for, like, good health because I really get to go to hospital. And, I'm, and for me to actually have gone to hospital, that, like, that was a lot. Um, so I go there, um, I do whatever, and then see the doctor. He's like, okay, so tell me what's up. Um, so I, I, do, I don't even know where to start. I just tell her, like, I have shortness of breath. And she can actually see it because I keep on, like, breathing out so hard, after, like, in at intervals. And I'm like, when I stretch out my shoulders, I feel so much pain. And she immediately does the stethoscope thingy. She's like, okay, 
your heart is a bit she says it's a kid spitting right i'm like hey okay then she checks my blood pressure says it's right but then my heart rate like from that like machine right you know it's called i'm not a doctor guys but then the heart rate is a bit up i think it was like around 93 she says maybe it's because i'm freaking out which is true because i mean if they're doing this i mean of course i will my heart is will raise because i'm like okay, what if they find something is wrong so she recommends like a blood test and an ecg an ecg is i don't know <laughs> i've forgotten what it means electro whatever so it's where you go and okay that's not the second bit of the story so i have to get an ecg forgotten what ecg means but it's where you go and get like um like your they get like a graph <laughs> a stenograph I, is it is it guys let me not mislead you i don't know what it is <laughs> but it's a graph with like your whole a hatchet those lines is the ones people join tattoos and they don't know what they mean sometimes those lines so many and they can tell detective there's something like wrong with your heart so that's what i do so i go there that hospital doesn't have the machine unfortunately so i have to go to like a private hospital and prepare like that test is so damn expensive so i go and but i'm like this time i'm like no i have to do it i can't sleep knowing that i could just not wake up <laughs> and it's something i could prevent so immediately <clears throat> go the, the the test is a funny one it's not i know it's not anything radiographic like they don't use any x-rays or whatever so they but they hook up like your arms your legs and you're like around your tummy so you feel like there's some suction so i don't know is it they're trying to get the rate i don't know blood flow i don't know what they do but you know i get the handsome lying there so before i did lie there i'm you know i'm so worried i'm alone and i asked this I don't know, you should, okay the the specialist the technology or the doctor so i'm like okay so how many people get referred here she's like okay you know it's not a common thing like almost five people a week and i'm like this place is busy and you only get five of this so she's like and really do you <laughs> like you know really are you brought here if you have no problem like this trust is not common and you're not sent here unless they really suspect there's a problem so immediately I'm like heaving and I can almost feel my tears for me and I'm always crying because are you telling me now like I have a heart thing? She's like, no, but you know, as I've told you, this is a rare thing. Like you don't like, it's not a routine test. And I can see because she's she actually unpacked this, like the machine thing is those things. They, they're from like a box. That means it's not something they do like routinely. And I'm so scared. Like, I don't even know. I have left my phone like outside the road. Like, I don't even know who to call. I just cry because what else can I do? I'm like, okay, just give me a minute. I need like to remember what it felt not to have like a heart thing. <laughs> i'm like i want to remember and she's like no you know you know time and of course like she's a busy person it's a busy hospital and i'm like okay so i remember i'm like oh my god i don't know what life will be after this test <laughs> so you know i don't know what to check for because i'm literally like just staring at the ceiling because you lie on your back and so i'm just looking at her face waiting for any expression to see if maybe she might see something wrong there's no expression in this doctor's face and i'm like oh my god oh my god so, but after a while like the whole i think it prints out the whole result i don't know i don't know what it's called guys i've forgotten and i don't have time to go check right now because i'm recording 
Um, so the result is out. It's like this whole lines of my the hatred theme, and then says no problem, no no no. She's like, no, you okay? I am so relieved and I'm so happy, but I'm like, okay, why was I sent here? So I go back to the hospital. My other test is out. I go back to my doctor, to the doctor, and she's like, okay, nothing. But then she's like, you know, um, are you experiencing something? And I'm like, oh my god, yes. So I am. Um, I, I don't know, she just said that was a flare-up of my anxiety, and I was crazy. And she's like, okay, are you, is there something going on in your life? And I'm like, you know, I'm going through this transition of, like, from, like, college to, like, this other adulting life. And it's crazy, like, the transition and everything that changes and everything um in between. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So I get, like, of course, she gives me something to clear up my lungs so I can breathe easier. But I don't take drugs. I would. I didn't even take the drugs. But then she also like recommends me for like psychosocial counseling, where you like can at least learn how to deal things, deal with things, um, but, like without, you know, flaring your anxiety to the level where you always think you're having a heart attack, and that was me. Um, but as in, I also had to come back home and I was like, okay, I'm so happy that one, there's nothing wrong with me and I'm not sick and nothing is wrong with my heart. Oh, I mean, apart from <laughs> the love stuff, nothing is like wrong um, anatomically. Is that a thing? Physiologically, nothing is wrong with... Is it physiologically? I don't know. Like with my body, there's nothing wrong, but maybe my emotional hormones and everything, maybe that's the problem. But there's like... That was a flare up of my anxiety, and I remember because I've experienced this thing before, where like think I feel like oh my god, my heart is racing or I can't breathe. It's anxiety, and 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 now I have had to come up with methods of you know trying to turn down on things that really like cause me to be so anxious. So I've come up with methods that <laughs> the story for another day. That is story, guys. Like I. Again, I'm still advocating for people to go for, for the services. Sickle social counseling, like in public hospitals, is free. You just can go. It will help you. You never know. You might, maybe they might not get what you're saying, but it's nice to just, sometimes you just need to get it off your chest because sometimes actually speaking things out actually almost solves them. Sometimes you might feel like now they're out of your head and they're out of your mind. They're already up out in the in, out of the universe. There may be this, <laughs> some spirits waiting in the air to consume them so they won't be your problems anymore. So I'm still I'm still advocating for you seeking help and going to hospital if things get worse. Counseling, counseling, therapy, therapy will a bit will help. Um also I read something interesting, Juicy. <laughs> like the rise of, you know, like you know, mental health has become, which is, it's very nice that people are talking about it. It's very good. Like, you know, not compared to like a while back where mental health like wasn't a topic. Like it was a taboo. If you're not okay, people will come at you, be like, you're mad. You know, it's very, very bad. And, you know, it, we need to continue talk, talking about it because the stigma is still there in some communities and in some setups that people will not take these things seriously. Because, for example, someone will ask me, why are you getting anxious? You're not even, you know, you're anxious about things that you're not doing yet. But then they don't get it because I'm not in control of these things. Anxiety will just eat at me. I mean, I I always want to be that person who's zen, very happy, chilled and everything. 
but it's not that easy. <laughs> it's not easy because I don't tell myself to be anxious. It's just something that happens. So that's why we need to continue talking about these things, um, seeking help and just not talking about it. Also, the interesting thing I read was, it's not interesting as in it's very nice, but, um, you know, we've become like, we have this thing called therapy influencing where, you know, you'll find like counselors actually like, putting out tiktoks you know giving advice on things to do you know it's not like special like it's not specific it's not help that is specific to anyone it's just general therapy general therapy for everyone and that might help sometimes because you know it might kick up you like maybe pick you up when you may be down and you might like okay this is something i might do and maybe you might even like argue with me that this is what I'm also trying to do, like therapy influencing, but I'm not trying to give you solutions for your <laughs> problems. I'm telling you, you can seek solution for your problems, solutions for your problems in different ways. Um, And I don't know what that makes me feel like the whole general, you know, therapy is so expensive. I don't know why it is so expensive. Um, um, and you know, when you, when not in a bid to get maybe customers or like patients, or like this, there's that, the whole like you'll find reels, you'll find like TikToks offering like advice for like when you're going through things, do this and do that. That's a general like take on things. So the thing is, you need to also go get like your own specialized like diagnosis, and sometimes you know your recovery plan or like your management or coping like things to, to help you to help you through your situation. Yeah, so I don't know who I think therapy influencing should also be advocating for at least affordable plans for people to access therapy. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so today with this episode, this podcast will have, I don't know, like almost a two-piece part because, oh, it's going to be a bit longer because I'm also going into something else. So I have finished my story. My, my advice is for you to seek help just go and get your own specialized thing if you're going through something that is and you feel like this general advice given by people is not cutting it for you go go talk to people and we'll still i don't know we'll still continue advocating for therapy to be made at least affordable but public hospitals offer counseling for free so you can always find go to your local hospital like public hospital and try to find your way through it and also if you're in campus like you know college setting i know it might seem i know it's scary and it's there's really like i remember when i was like in college i didn't i would never have gone to the counseling office because i'm i'm just thinking they'll tell me to pray <laughs> and <laughs> they'll tell me to pray so i can solve my problems but i don't think that is it because i have towards the end of my campus i attended something that had like those university counselors and they're actually cool they could actually listen to you and they're not necessarily going to tell you to pray about your situation so yeah yeah go 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 even campus there's you have there's honestly resources for you at your disposal just go seek go to these counseling offices yeah and go find you something um i'm not promising it will be good but you know you have to try everything right and you have to try things that are made available to you at the time um, so yeah, guys, uh, now I'm going on to the other thing. I had a friend of mine, like, request me to tackle, um, the, like, how, how you, you can, you, you go around being, you know, 
practicing your like spirituality without actually getting super religious, super religious, and also making sure that you're not um what is it called like imposing your beliefs on people and 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 um yeah and and what and spirituality or like religion when it comes to like relationships um so first of all i want to start by giving my personal experience i remember i want to give i i don't know i hope you don't judge me too much because um growing up i mean i was i was born into like a christian um family that means i mean no choice there so i became like a christian all through but it's taken me so many years <laughs> guys i even used to teach sunday school at up until a certain point where now i said you know it was always I, the, the questions you have to ask there conversations you have to to have with people you know for religion religion offers such a good safety net where you can just go somewhere someone is telling you what to do you don't have it's such a good safety net and actually there's that there's that quote that says you know uh, um, religion is opium for the masses and it's true because you can be <laughs> it's a safety net i get why people never sometimes you ask people be like i don't want to answer those questions i don't want to talk about it it's nice because it's what people tend to, you know, it's a constant. It will be like, it's, it's the only constant in their, in their, in their lives. And it's a good safety net for people because um, in this life where things are not like easy and everything is so hard, life is so hard to leave. I mean, you have to think about what you eat. You have to think about what you drink, how to get from one point to another. Like there's so much. And for you to just have that safety net where you, there's like, you're being told, if you do this, these things will happen to you. If you're good, it's nice. I, I understand. And I, I really don't even judge people who never went to have these conversations, but that's not for everyone. I oh, I always wanted to, I always had questions. And, you know, you'll read the Bible, there are things you don't agree, like, you know, things like that. So personally, I was, I said, that's my background, like born into a Christian. Like I've grown up Christian, like going to church, reading the Bible. I've served. I was an altar. I'm actually like baptized, confirmed, all these things, sacrament, whatever. I was actually like an altar servant in high school. <laughs> um, so I have done all these things. And then now after like completing high school and becoming an adult, that's when now I start asking questions and having just being uncomfortable with these things and yeah it's still a journey up to now um the journey where i, I really just want to understand um so i was told so for me it's not i don't know i want to say i'm spiritual very very much so because i will look at the creation i will look at things around me i will look at leaves the detail that is in them nature i mean i'm a i'm a big fan of science but for me, when I look at how things work, move, or the existence of things, it still baffles my mind. And I have to believe there's someone in control. There's a bigger, like, there's a head. So I believe there's a supreme God. There's a supreme being who's, like, in charge. There is, there, you can't deny, there's also, like, a lot of energy in the earth, in the world, like, in the thing, in the way the plants grow, in the way that things move, chains, there's a sign, I know there's scientific explanation for all these things, but you can't deny there's like also the energy that goes around. So that's what I tend to go on most. <laughs> what am I saying? That's like, that's me up to like now. Um, also religion for me, um, Christianity or my faith. I mean, of course I have faith. 
I have faith. You have to have faith for you to actually even do anything, right? So we'll talk about like my experiences with spirituality and maybe in my relationships. And, you know, it's actually crazy because I've been like in a relationship with someone who's like very super like spiritual in the sense that I don't know, is it spiritual or like religious? Like it's these people who like have like time like set up for reading the Bible. They pray all that thing and it's like I was like it's so admirable because I'm like oh that's a lot of dedication commitment it's very good like I've also been in a relationship with an atheist someone who didn't believe like no nah nothing and I will say yeah I'm crazy like that now someone asked me like is it not (laughs) um you see the thing is when I think about like relationships but especially like romantic relationships when you're getting into it it's the whole subject of love right my love tends to see no boundaries on those things. Once I understood, like, love... Oh, religion. Let me... Okay, so I watched Love is Blind. That was those two people. Like, there was a lady who had, like... She's very, like, from a very, like, strict Christian home. And she's... Okay, she's she she talked about, like, you know, she needed, like, a whole, a whole like, priest over her household kind of vibe. You know, that one, the one that's a spiritual leader in the family and everything. And I remember she got into, like, this... Um, she got into a relationship and even like accepted the proposal of like an atheist and I was like you know the guy keeps on the, the atheist the guy kept on like brushing the things aside be like okay it's something they can move on past again past and from like from watching from the outside I was like oh no 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 here you're really messing up because you're not listening to what the other person is saying like for them this is a big thing like that means it's a very big facet, like religion or spirituality is a big facet of their lives. It's a very big part of their lives. And you're like just putting it aside. For me, I mean, I would say it's a very big part. Of, I, and then now I was asking myself, maybe did I? But for me, you see, it's not like it's a do or die situation. Like it's not a very big part of my life as in the whole religion thing. So it's not really... <laughs> So that's why, as in, I was trying to understand my my approach when it comes to like the whole religion thing. So that's why I was maybe I was comfortably, maybe in a relationship with someone who's like super religious and spiritual, and then <laughs> on the extreme, someone who's an atheist. Um, and I was, it was good because if the vibes are <laughs> this chemistry, and most importantly, love because. I don't understand it because if all these like religions we all practice, all these like things we tag onto, like this faith we have, love is supposed to be the biggest thing. So if I love someone, why should it come with like limitations that if they believe in these things, I can't love them anymore, I can't be with them. You know, I mean unless it's I know, I know, maybe I'm being delirious because there's so many things to figure out. You know, when it comes, you know, most of the time when you listen to people, why they make excuses or why they can't be with people who don't like trust like that, it will be things like, oh, when you have children, what? But what are we thinking? Like, we have love now, right? Why do we have, <laughs> as I said, we are, we are delirious. Maybe I'm being delirious and delusional and everything. But for me, it wasn't, it's never like, it's not that deep, you know. Because even when you think about it, a relationship requires faith and trust in this other person. Like religion does. Like when you want to believe, you have to have faith, right? And it's the same like grace you have to extend to relationships. Like you're actually committing to someone. They could wake up tomorrow and not choose you, but you're trusting. Like you're 
you're going by the actions that they do that you have faith in this person and in this relationship that it will like it will still continue to be right and it's the same way with like religion and spirituality like you have faith and it's you're also practicing because i mean you do it says faith without actions is dead so you're still also like doing the work but also like having faith in whatever it is you're believing in um so i think i don't know maybe that's why for me it wasn't like a big deal but i think the biggest um thing happened like when i got actually into something with someone like of our an opposing like religion oh, oh i forget to say like <laughs> of course it's going to get crazy with people who are, like in super like religious of course i mean i'm not saying it was easy like in that relationship we did end up like of course separating like get no, i mean leaving each other but I mean, but Christianity, I don't think it was a whole big thing, but it was also a thing because now you talk about things, you know, things like abortion. I'm always going to be pro-choice. So when it comes to such things and, you know, you can't marry like your ideologies at all. And it's crazy. And yeah. And also, I remember someone once said, this is a mashup of so many things, but I remember someone like being told that there's nothing like, I used to say my personal journey of salvation is like this and someone said someone said like there's no personal journey when it comes to like salvation there's no personal journey like the gospel is an absolute truth you know the way everyone squeezy has like oh I, you know this is my truth you know it's weird because there's only like a truth there can be so many versions of truth right so I always told like the gospel is an absolute the truth excuse me it's a word it's an absolute so there's nothing like your personal journey but then i was like i'm questioning it because some few days back in the shower i was thinking i was thinking back on that statement and that talk and i remember no all the, i was remember, i was trying to recall all the bible stories in my head and i remember like john the people in the bibles their journeys are very different there's one who just like their point of you know, turning and changing was a visit to the well. Like the woman who visited Jesus Christ at the well and, you know, she wanted water. You remember Jesus wanted water and he offered her water of life. Is that story? Maybe all I need, that is a different trajectory, right? Like all she needed was to go to a well. There's also the story of Saul, Paul, Paul's soul. Like him, he was struck with lightning on his way to persecute like Christians, right? Like there's all that. There was also um, Jonah. His path was through a <laughs> uh, whale's mouth, whatever it was. Like, there's so many different like conversions. There's one who needed to climb a tree. That was who Zacchaeus, I think. Yeah, there's so many. I don't do stories like personal journeys of salvation, aren't they? So I tend to, I want to um, argue against it. I mean, I understand the gospel is an absolute is the truth know like know your own personal story about the gospel nothing but the journeys they have they are all personal because even the bible has like those stories following people they're all all as so many different stories there's no same story there's someone who needed to touch the helm and they were healed uh someone needed to you know follow jesus through some things so many facets, so many stories. And that's why I continue. Like, so now I feel very validated when I say, like, it's my personal like, journey of salvation. The things, of course, the things I will not agree with, like, in Christianity. But 
uh, it doesn't, I don't know, it, I don't know if it makes me less of a Christian, but the thing is, I'm not, I don't make it so much a pivotal point in my life that it can limit the number of interactions or the number of people I let into my life. Um, but that one was tested when previously I've been involved with someone who is like of an opposing, opposing, is it opposing, no, of a different like religion 100%. So I'm, <clears throat> you know, I'm, <laughs> When I say I'm delusional and crazy and I'm unhinged, like 100%. Because for me, I got into it because, oh, I was like, I like this person. There's like all this chemistry. There's all this, you know, butterflies and everything, commitment. Like this is someone you look into and you're like, oh my God, I can see you in my future. And the energy is reversed. Like it's like mutual as well. But now the thing, now the limiting thing becomes the religion thing because I mean he's coming from like this like background, and I'm also coming from this other one. But mine for me it was never an issue. But 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 for the other person it becomes like an issue, right? And that's the first like ex like first. You know that's where I had to really sit down and understand. Like so that means if my soulmate or like my for my forever my forever is like practicing buddhism somewhere i will have to give that up because i'm a christian and they wouldn't want me in their life like i don't get it guys isn't the message of the gospel or the quran or whatever the message of love right why are we using religion as a boundary as a limit to the way we experience life or accept or like experience each other. I mean people I know people would argue about everything. Uh, they will argue <coughs> about it 100%. I understand there's so many differences to be for you to you marry different like cultures and religions, but I do know why are we using religion as like a limit or like a boundary like no if, if anything it's supposed to bring us together because at the end of the day we still what are the pillars of it there's faith because we cannot all see i mean if because if it was as straightforward as maybe we're making it seem, then we'd all be practicing the same thing, but here <laughs> we need faith there's no, we are not seeing God every day. You're not seeing Allah. You're not seeing a booth. Like you might have like your uh, um sculptures. What are they called? Um, sculptures for lack of a better word. Um, but that's just it, right? What we're doing is having faith in the unseen. If anything, um, we are all having faith that this. That whatever we believe in is the truth, and that it is what we practice. And when you look at both, like sometimes the back, the the whole like essence of religion and spirituality is for you to be joined to. I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't know. Comes back to love because it's the greatest thing. Every rights practiced everywhere: compassion, love, concern, care. You know. So why is it? I st maybe I'm just pained. Maybe I'm just heartbroken still. But why is it like, why is religion being used as a limit? And why are we putting limits on ourselves because of it? Um, I mean, I've seen communities exist. They continue to exist. Christian, Muslims, or what, whatever. Oh, like religion. I we can continue <laughs> coexisting and living. I know, I know in your head you're like, I need to move on because, I mean, the people who are, like, people who are together despite, like, differences in whatever they believe in or, like, practice. 
Um, but for me, I just wanted to bring it out because for me, I don't know if you get, maybe I'm just too liberal. <laughs> I'm just too free-spirited. But at the end of the day, it's love, right? And trying to do right in the world, like ensuring that we are caring for the sick, that people are people are not going hungry. We are one, like one for another, in that sense, right? So, I mean, I think I want to end that right there. I don't know if you guys really get what I'm going on, but I would really love to have this discussion on with someone. Uh, maybe we could have a live on Instagram. Guys, please engage with me on my social media platforms. Follow me at All My Bones Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. 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 <laughs> Twitter as well. I mean, I would love to have a conversation with people who are maybe in like a relationship with people and you have like practicing different like religions. You're in different religions and your spiritual journeys are diff, kind of different. I would want to understand like how you guys do it or like we just not even how you do it. I, w- I would want to get what goes on in your head. Like what is that like for you? I would also like to talk to all of you guys. Like please let's engage. Let's have like one day like we go on live on Instagram. So send me. I will tell you when. I will just follow me on Instagram and then we'll have that debate and discussion. So thank you guys for coming along. Today's episode is a bit tart, hard longer but I hope is a takeaway and you <laughs> and you get everything and thank you for the universe i just want to thank you the people who've been in my life the ones i've used their content yeah that's the thing like once you're a podcaster your life is a template for all episodes now i'm so sorry i'm not you should all be my friends but i'm so thankful for the partners that have been in my life thank you so much um you've helped me understand new things about myself <laughs> And you've given me content for my podcast. So thank you so much. Have a lovely week, guys. And see you next week. Bye.